Welcome to a very special episode of Never End the Story, A Good Day to Die Holiday. I'm your host, Ivan. Die Hard. <laughs> I'm Connor. Die Hard 2. Die Harder. I'm Shauna. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I'm Spencer. Live free or die hard. And I'm Tepper, and it is a good day to die hard. Uh, so yeah, last year we did our first holiday special, first special at all. It was Die Hard. Uh, just makes sense to keep no, didn't that. Didn't we last year have accidental Halloween special? It wasn't exactly a special. <laughs> there was. We did do a themed uh, Halloween. Yes. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we. It makes sense. We we're going forward with Die Hard Two, also a Christmas movie. Uh, so it was directed by Rennie Harlan, released in 1990. No, Five. just 1990. Oh, what is the third one? 90? No. I don't, maybe. I thought it was, okay, when I was downloading the movie today, it told me 88 and 95. And uh, then like 2000 something for the third one. 88's the first one, 90 is this one. We'll go from there. We'll, we'll, find, fi- we'll find out next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this film was shipped to theaters as Wet Prince. Which is an industry term meaning that it was just barely completed before its release date. Wait, is it Prince or Prince? Prince. Okay. I was like, I don't understand how that saying... <laughs> what? Why is it a wet Prince? Yeah, wet Prince. <laughs> You're like, oh, because it was just Prince. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> prince! Uh, everyone brought this movie to, to us this week. Why? Because of Christmas! Completing the pattern. We're, we're fucked next year. Yeah, it's basically a Christmas movie. I liked how we went back and forth on whether or not we were going to watch Die Hard 1 or Die Hard 2 this Christmas special for literally months. Yeah. <laughs> I kept I kept bringing it up. <laughs> we were like, we don't know. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Let's just deal with it next week. They're basically all Christmas movies. Especially those ones that take place in like July. Yeah, mm. especially those ones. Christmas in July. That's where the phrase come, came from. Yeah. <laughs> Die hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we've been showing Tepper the poster for the movie for the past half hour, and now he can no longer see it. <laughs> Very Tepper, cool. please describe the poster for memory. Well, there's a it's bunch of trees and... Very, very cool. I mean, there's not... It, it, it's fine. There's, there's, not cool. a whole, there's not a whole lot of this. Anyway, at the top... Bruce Willis, Die Hard 2, thank you for chasing the screen again. I just realized that the actual plot summary was on the screen. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even looking over there. I mean, it's a Die Hard movie. Bruce Willis does stuff. Whoa. He kills people. What about what? the plane? Yeah, describe the plane. Yeah, there is okay. a plane Well, in let the me Well, let me get to that. <laughs> Jeez, you guys are so impatient. Too busy brushing off Bruce Willis' involvement. <laughs> It's just Bruce Willis. Uh, okay, Bruce Willis, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. What a really stupid <laughs> title. Fuck you, that, that's my movie. <laughs> that's why they put it so small. Yeah. And also only on later cuts. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just not on like oh, okay. early stuff. Okay, I forgive you, Die Hard. Um, left, left side of the poster is uh, Bruce Willis's face, half shrouded in shadow. On the right side is an airplane... Flying toward a giant explosion, and the sky is filled with smoke. You said it's flying towards the explosion. I mean, where would you say it's flying towards? I honestly wasn't even sure that they were correlated. <laughs> I, I could have. I, I thought that maybe the bottom right third was shit on fire, and the top right third was 
fuck a plane. Well, the direction the direction this plane is going, whether it is involved with the the explosion or not, is towards the explosion. Thank you. Like that is, that is how the poster is presented. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I will take Spe- uh, Tepper's side on this one. Goddamn right. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's poster. Like, there's not much to it. It's nice looking though. Like, very. Uh, it, it does its job. It's a Die Hard movie. Oh, it is actually just. <laughs> Never mind. That is the the actual movie poster. Die Harder is far larger. <laughs> I think yeah. that's okay. like the catchphrase. <laughs> that, honestly, <laughs> Never mind. The, that kind of makes me think that it's Die Harder colon Die Hard 2. Like, the subtitle it, is... It's actually period. There's an actual so period. I, mean, I, I know, I, think I it's know. it's the catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty much the catchphrase. It's, it's not technically a subtitle. Do all movies have catchphrases? A lot of them do. Yeah, typically they're not, like... They're not necessarily just right on... They're not typically written as a subtitle. Because then it looks like a subtitle, not a catchphrase. It's true. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think is going to happen in this movie besides Bruce Willis killing people? Uh, Bruce Willis, uh, being the in this movie the unlucky person that he is, is going to stumble into a hostage situation slash action scenario where terrorists or bank robbers or someone busts in, and he has to do his solo survival stuff to. Uh, uh, save the day um one thing i will say about this movie i can't remember where i saw it but there was definitely a thing with bruce willis uh a plane leaking jet fuel and he lights the jet fuel on fire as the plane's taking off and then it fire catches up and plane explodes not sure if this is this movie or not uh but i remember seeing that somewhere and i can't remember where um we do we do know bruce willis has a history with planes it's he true. doesn't like being on them. Yeah, and he also, like... That does give him motivation to blow up a plane. And planes... I mean, planes show up in a lot of action movies, but especially Bruce Willis movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if he'll have to save his family again this time. You know, I'll say he will have to save his family. Or someone from his family again this time will All be right. in danger. And he'll have mm-hmm. to save them. A, f- a family segment. Yes. A piece of the family. Um, a piece of the family sounds like an 80s sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to A Piece of the Family. Or like an SNL sketch about an 80s sitcom that's actually about murderers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's basically my feelings on uh, what, will, what will happen in this movie. Nice. Alright. Yeah. Well, there's certainly... Some predictions. They are predictions. I don't think any prediction will ever beat the um, clock stoppers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, <laughs> especially because, like, looking at that, that poster, film. there's not a lot of information. Like, like this one, you definitely get like what is like two or three major events of this movie. Yeah, clock stoppers is like these three schmucks, clock stoppers, and you. You just kind of like covered your eyes and threw that dart right into the right into the bullseye. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's basically all my thoughts on poster and what I might know about Die Hard Two. All right, we'll see you after the film. How many grenades we got? Three each. Use them. And we're back. 
So, what did everyone think? That was pretty good. The engineers of those planes should be, like, court-martialed. <laughs> Justice like, man! <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, like, the fatal flaw never would have been discovered if it wasn't for the obviously wrong actions of others, but, like, there is a serious manufacturing flaw in the, the design of the hey, 747s. Life, life, or art in it imitates life. Have you heard about the recent Boeing stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, I mean, man. exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, clearly, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, when anything goes wrong on this plane, it causes a catastrophic chain reaction that causes the entire, like, fuselage to explode. Yeah, yeah, like, like that first crash, I was like... Oh, hey, like, they might just make it. And then... It absolutely (laughs) seemed like... And especially because it was like, this is a warning. Like, it definitely could have been played off as like, oh, yeah, no, they barely survive and the plane gets ripped apart and everybody goes like, oh, my God, we're all so traumatized. Maybe a few people die. Or or are seriously injured because it, like, rolls or some shit like that. But, like, no, it's like, okay. They they nosedive. Well, especially because, like... The engine hits the ground, yes. catches fire, and explodes. Then the like drag off of that causes the wing to rip off. Yes. Goodbye. Problem. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> 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 nope. It turns out. I guess the other engine it's turned to go. Now you'd think a similar principle would apply. Yeah, but no. But it's... no, it it goes up in flame. But then like somehow it just kind of like jumps. Yeah. Like and again, what what's the wingspan on the seven forty seven? A lot. Yeah. Two explosions. <laughs> yeah. Right. It leaves like easily a good 30 or 40 feet. Yeah. And somehow catches the... It's just like whoosh. Uh, yeah, it, it's... um, And like that first, like like I said, like initially it looked like, oh, like, hey, like they might be fine. And they're just like... <laughs> no. No, they're not 0% fine. fine. Everyone is fucking dead on that plane. And I like Except how, that like, teddy bear. Yeah, I, I was no, gonna No, it say, was a baby doll. Oh, sorry. Hmm. They... <laughs> Take they no prisoners. really <laughs> specifically draw attention to, like, a child died. Even the younglings. <laughs> Even the younglings. <laughs> they didn't clap well enough. Yeah, we clapped when the planes landed. Oh my god, okay, listeners. Including that one. Listeners, there's a scene where the pilot's saying, okay, we're going to land, and everyone in the, in the plane claps. And then we commented, why do people clap? And then the plane in the movie crashed and everyone died, and then... Ivan, Connor, and Tepper just started clapping <laughs> at the explosion while it was happening on the screen. They, they landed! <laughs> That's what you do, apparently. It was like a golf we're, clap. We're white and we saw a plane land. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> but, uh, but, like, actually, though, like, I've been on several planes that have landed, um, and no one clapped when yeah. we landed. Like, I, I don't really? know. Really? Yeah, I've never been on a plane yeah. where people clapped. It's yeah. always just landed okay. and we get off. The yeah. last few, no. But, like, easily six. Huh. In a row. I'm so sorry. And, like, don't, uh, I don't, like, follow me here. The last thing I want a pilot to think after the plane lands is, like, fuckers, next time we'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Well, like, do you clap I mean? in your hairdresser? Like, yeah, well, so yeah. It, well it, that's it, my thing. Is like, congratulations on doing well, the thing you get paid in training. So, like, so the, it, the fuck up, the fuck up ratio on a hairdresser is a lot. Like, like if a hairdresser gives me a bad haircut, I'm not like burning fiery death for hundreds of people. I'm like, 
oh, months of looking bad for one man. I mean, like, I mean, you say that, but... But that, I think hairdressers fuck up a lot more often than plaints do. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, That's but, why we're clapping. But, but, Excellent professional. That's why we clap for the golf people. So, like, they, if, they, they, they if, swing, they hit the ball, it goes. They're like, exactly what we expected. Um, so, <laughs> it, it makes me think of thanking the bus driver. It's a it, very similar ritual. Precisely. Precisely. Of course. I'm very appreciative because I know how I treat buses when I drive. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's gotta suck if there if there was a hundred of me around you. That's gotta. Yeah. And like to be honest, the last thing that I want the bus driver to think when he sees me leave is that prick. <laughs> I'll time, show him next time. Next time when I'm doing something like complete jackass, uh, like running down the oncoming lane to stop the bus that I need to get on from leaving, he won't go like I'll take my chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um okay, getting getting back I guess to the beginning and not skipping ahead to the 200 people. I refuse to not skip. <laughs> okay, so when those military guys rolled up to the 747. Hell yeah. Um we started at an airport. We had John McClane yeah. having his to- his car towed. He notices trouble. Okay. I get like Spencer brought it up. The way they handed off that gift was awful. Yeah. 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 Oh, suspicious. Yeah. It, 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 like, that was... like, follow me here. Why dress it up like a gift to be that fucking suspicious about yeah. it? Yeah. Like, clearly, pe- people meet each other in airports, especially in the 90s, when you can, like, go up to where your buddy's getting off the plane and shit like that and go, like, hey, man, here's your present. Uh, I, I guess, like, to make, like, a side note, we're going to bring it up a lot. This movie is pre-9-11, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens in this movie that it's the nineties. Ever, ever microchips, <laughs> microwaves, micro fish, pagers, fax <laughs> machines. It's also it's interesting because this movie airphones. My my well, favorite one is airphones. Yeah, it's interesting because this movie would have been filled filmed entirely before the nineties, basically. It was. It, was, it would have had to have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, just like this is the nineties. We've called it. A, we've called it right at the beginning. Um, I like how often. Like something weird would happen, and then someone would turn to someone else and be like, "It's the '90s." Yeah, it's the '90s. On that note, are we all down with starting to call it the '20s again? Like, I want to, I want to reclaim. It's that. the Roaring Twenties. That's been a meme. The Roaring Twenties. Notices Twenties. Ooh, what's this? My Chemical Romance is back. It's the Roaring Twenties. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Actually, though, that's pretty cursed. It's super cursed. Okay, like, let's admit something, though. Like, John McClane has no respect for the law. Oh, like, no, has, no, like, no, he, no. He is clearly chaotic good. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's... he's he, he has respect. When did he attempt? He let a guy die. No, he, um, so... He, he he knows that he did not have the right to ask that man to break into the airport for him. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's true. So, like, the legal system. Sure. Yeah, he has no respect so, like, for the law. He has see, lots of respect for the good. But... <laughs> well, like, he, has, he has respect. <laughs> he has respect for law enforcement as an entity, not as individuals. Well, as soon as he meets people, he hates them. Because well, he was law... like, because he was just like, I I saw a weird handoff and, a, and to a guy with a gun. Here are some police officers. I will go tell them. Oh, this is the fucker who towed my car. I'm gonna go deal with this myself. Exactly. Yeah. He attempted. 
Like if it, if it was a that's a weak attempt. Like, I no I I'm not saying oh, but again, I'm not saying that was all he should have done. And I'm not saying that this would make a great movie, but someone who has respect for the law would go well. The people with the relevant jurisdiction don't seem interested in handling the problem. I guess that's the end of it because yeah. but, because if but, an LAPD officer shows up in New York, it's the same as me showing up in New York. And if I went. The the law is not clear. He's clearly not. But you need to be more entitled than your normal self. Though. But 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 here's the thing, that's reality. People watch these movies to not see reality. Like in the real no, world, I... they go, "We don't have jurisdiction over this. Therefore, like within the bounds of legal right. and law, we are powerless." So I guess we'll let them fucking deal I, with it. I, I understand. I... But you see, I I know that I was watching a movie. But like the diegetics of it is that John McClane does not respect the law at oh, all. Okay. He, clear, yeah, he clearly yeah. has a passing regard for the law. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he tries like, to like he tries to get out of a ticket and like and he is car towed by being like, "Hey, I'm a police officer, right?" Like corruption and corruption, am I right? Like he does pull like nine strings. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a police officer. Yeah. Um. Very yeah, I'm just reality. this is the movie where he's just like walks up. He's like, "Excuse me, I saw some suspicious men, and if you'll, uh, I have to go." Call a taxi and wait at my at my in laws place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Movie over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wife dies. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my wife went down in a plane. Um, now, let's be honest. Do you think that that plane would have gone down if not for his involvement? Perhaps they would have never mustered the strength to have resisted the terrorists' demands in the first place, and they would have just capitulated with the whole thing. There were some pretty stupid people involved in that, and it didn't seem like the terrorists were really down to be like, "Okay, our plan is over. Like all the planes can land safely." Yeah, like Like, I I feel like they were just like smoking cigars in their seven forty seven and being like, "Ha ha! Look at all these losers falling to their yeah." So like they possessed the only way to to turn everything back on and turned it all off and surrounded it with with remote explosives. Yeah, like they had no intent, seemingly no intent. To allow them to start landing planes again. Right. Although you could argue that was in response to like McLean showing up at their place. But exactly, no, but it was off without a hitch. But no, because they was pretty much all well. It was probably always the plan, or at least a backup plan. Definitely a backup plan. Yeah, because they like, say because I mean, as soon as the special bunch of bricks of C four with little raspberry pies connected to them, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Part of, I mean, you don't, you don't um, just do that if it's not part of Plan A. No, I think that's. I, I think that briefcase is literally labeled Plan B. Like, like you, blowing up the you, headquarters is you the see? definition of Plan B. Three grenades each. <laughs> Definitely yeah. Plan A. And like, okay, why did they throw all of them? They just kept okay. throwing them. Like, they okay, were ex- so okay. They were. I've got three grenades. It is. I can throw but they, one grenade every six seconds. So I'll have to set this one to twenty-four seconds, and this one to eighteen, okay. and this one to twelve, and this they, one to six. So that they all were. Of them. They were so excited. Like you hear the voice of that guy. Like how many grenades we got left? Three. <laughs> three each. He was also, so happy to have packed the grenades that why day. Why did they shoot first? To the windows to, were always sh- already shot out. Only one. They was. were. They were just like. Just one. It, it's really fun did. to shoot fully automatic guns. Like, yeah. I honestly, I actually really want to rewatch that movie and see if they got the colors right on the fucking guns the whole time. It looked like they did because they made a point of always showing what yeah, that was magazines really cool. are. Using. But uh, um, 
I, I guess since we're jumping all over the place, I gotta say that was actually really well handled. The yeah. It's like yeah. I noticed the stuff on the, and like I wasn't sure if they're gonna pull out some bullshit like these are our super special bullets that like do super special things. But like it actually being like, no, it's blank. And that also explains because like when they were doing the shootout at the headquarters, I was like, why is no one getting fucking hit? Right. Yeah. Like at least four of these guys should be dead by yeah. now. Well, and that was good because like you were, you were like, it's just like, it's like, is that the code word? They all just like load their guns. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Ho, ho, ho. That was really cool. When they loaded their guns, you could see the blue tape. Well, yeah, and, and even before, yeah. like even before that scene, you could like several times they show the the different like colors on the uh, magazines. Yeah, we saw the red previously. Yeah, we hadn't seen the blue up until then. Yeah. So and then like that because there was like one scene at the headquarters where they're like running to their snowmobiles out in the open, and there's like four like special forces guys shooting on them, and like none of them get hit. On other side, I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, the whole time I was like, yeah, this, this like, like I, I get movie, bad aim. It was but... way better. Yeah, and I was like, why did everybody get stormtrooper aim in this yeah. movie? And then like, then they go like, no, it was blanks. And it's like, ah, that's actually a good reveal. Like that was well handled. Um, Especially because you see like McLean's gun, it does hit. You see the bullets yeah. hit stuff or ping off something. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one of those, like, I re- want to rewatch the Sixth Sense kind of deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, because, like, so, it also... It also Bruce Willis in it, doesn't mm-hmm. it? it does. Just rewatch all Bruce Willis movies. I... <laughs> um... Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time you're like, this movie has Bruce Willis in it. Also, I didn't even notice the first also, time. <laughs> also, I haven't seen Sixth Sense. Me neither, actually. Yeah. I, I know I know the ending. No, I mean, I. everyone knows. Me too. The, everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. Okay, well, we like... just need to find someone who watched it as a child or... We got it. Hey, <laughs> I was also going to suggest showing it to a child we find. <laughs> like, lock them in a room, show it to them, and then go like, did like, that have a significant impact on you? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, guys? There's a reason my fucking movie list is so long. I just watched movies as a kid. <laughs> Couldn't really do anything else. Um, uh, but, like... Yeah, they. So I would say, like, the Special Forces guys, I almost feel like they're kind of unnecessary. Like, like they work all right within the movie, but I almost felt like they felt kind of tacked on, and I almost preferred a more personal, like, McLean versus the, like, the main villain team. Stuart! I think. Similar to what the first movie was like. So, like, to put it to you like this, I think that the leak that the Special Forces guys plugged was the question. Why have they not called in someone more significant yeah. than this clearly incompetent airport yes. <laughs> security guard and yeah. this policeman from the other side of the country who we have a like passing kind of reason to yeah, trust? Like, 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 yeah, like how does it like it work? Like within the logic of the movie, yes, it's great. Within like the movie as a you know a movie I, as a movie, yeah. they felt not a great secondary antagonist, minor role didn't really do much and like kind of took away from like McLean versus uh the colonel that was my yeah, personal feeling like i, I like that. like i wouldn't subtract like substantial like i wouldn't be like this movie sucks I because do of it i appreciate that the man who we were supposed to think was the bad guy the whole time at the end of the movie screamed 
I'm the final boss. Yeah. That, yeah. that if I yeah, that yeah. cleared any question from yeah. my well, mind as yeah. to who the final boss of this video game was, well, I really want to play a game where some guy comes out well, and he just like rips two flares out of his belt and goes, I'm the final boss. <laughs> and like it just like pauses and flashes like the text across the boss of the This is the, the final, final boss. Yeah. <laughs> and he had such a great introduction. Naked Pilates. Oh my, that ass. <laughs> Fuck. And I like how he turns off the television yeah. like the person on it dies. Yeah, like he's shooting a gun. <laughs> yeah, okay, though. But like you mentioned that this, like John mentioned before we started watching the movie or recording, I think, that this is the first movie that like had a brand deal like lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They cut the drill scene and not that scene, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, seeing that fine specimen of a human being who didn't shower worth. There were some very tactical cuts. <laughs> like, like, follow me here. If we could build a 3D model of the supposed version of the front of that man and, like, um, model it in 3D space and have the camera linger for literally frames longer through the motions that he takes, man, there's just dick swinging everywhere. <laughs> Okay, I want to recut die. <laughs> like a couple of a couple of times you're just like, oh my god, I think I see a ball it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no cock in my movie. <laughs> it, it would make it rated R. It's true. It, it, was, it is. is rated R. Oh. They should have showed cock. <laughs> <laughs> But it was the nineties. There's nothing more intimidating <laughs> than having the villain come on screen in the first like ten minutes of the movie and just wang an eight inch dick around the screen while he like prepares to murder televisions. <laughs> also, like, you know you don't have to point it that close to the TV to like oh, get the TV to turn he, off. He needed it. Like like he like special, around like it's a like he's it's special a gun. forces. Yeah. He, he has trigger discipline. He's practicing. He points exclusively he at what he wants to kill. He modified the remote to it works like a laser pointer and it only works if he points it exactly at the... Yeah, uh, yeah that was... Uh, yes, uh, speaking of like the wing scene, that was good. Like he fights the secondary antagonist and then the guy's like... Now for the main event, yeah. <laughs> just like it's like, kind of on the nose, but like I enjoy. Well, that. I mean, like it is pretty much established that uh, the major is actually just like a henchman of Stewart. Like, he, yeah. yeah, like it's not. It's not like they separately came to this decision or anything. It was. This was always been Stewart's yeah. operation. Yeah, like like the colonel probably came up with it, went to the major, and went like, "How would you like a lot of money and cocaine?" Mm. And the major was like. Fucking sign me up. But yeah. We like, saved our lifestyle. Uh, but also you'd think that... I... So so just while I was saying those story interruptions, I was like, I guess my one disappointment about the ending of the movie is that there wasn't like that villain realizes that he is dead moment. Mm. Like, I would have liked for McLean to kind of like light the fuel earlier and for like the colonel to walk over see like the trail of fire or see the fuel leaking and go like oh fuck yeah McLean just killed me because it, it felt like a little anticlimactic of them just mm. all sitting in the cabin and then they all screamed Ooh. before being immolated yeah, yeah. It wasn't, but it just wasn't as like <laughs> no, satisfying yeah. yeah milliseconds though yeah whereas like in the first movie it was like him 
Well, you know, I'm honestly like off the edge. It was actually a fairly realistic movie. You know, you know. Okay, like obviously, it was a fairly Hollywood realistic movie. <laughs> more, more. What I'm getting at is like <laughs> obviously. He would have died from just like accumulated blunt force trauma like seven times. Like he has, Blood he loss. has hero armor, yeah. right? But like in terms of oh well, they kept track of which bullets were bullets and which ones weren't very well. Yeah, you know, and, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're um, saying. Like it's more grounded than you, like say a Schwarzenegger. If movie. you open a can of fuel off the back of a plane, it doesn't form a neat line, and it definitely sure as fuck doesn't form a line that would ignite up the thing, you know what I mean? And, like, honestly, I feel like it almost would have been better, like, okay, it would have been clearly a less climactic action movie ending, but I feel like it would have been a more satisfying narrative ending for them to have, like, realized they couldn't, they couldn't take off, or even have him fight him long enough or something like that, that they, like, crash into something and he jumps off at the last minute, mm. and have them get arrested. Like, have yeah. them actually, like, face, like... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, face the that's consequences not how, That's of not how McLean does it. He doesn't trust the justice system. <laughs> yeah, he's a cop who just murders everyone he meets. Also... Self-defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aggressive self-defense. Right <laughs> he's running away from you. Uh, I'm chasing him in a helicopter. He's coming right for me. <laughs> but, uh... I also don't think it was helped. He said, yippee ki motherfucker. He had it was contractual. Yes. Yeah, I know it was contractual, but knowing that also didn't help. Like there was no oh, build up to no that. So, time. so, um, uh, one of the good, uh, good pieces of trivia in the original movie, uh, McLean has like two or three, uh, like kind of like quips, uh, but uh, Bruce Willis ad libbed a bunch of them, and they obviously were enjoyed very much. Mm. So there was a lot written into this movie. And he was told to just do as many as he wanted in addition to them. I'd be right. really curious to say, see which for which. Yeah. Like, that one is obviously yeah. written into the script. You know, honestly, it would be really interesting to get, like, subtitles that are color-coded. Where it's just like, okay, if it's a yellow sub, it was in the script. If it's a red sub. That would actually be interesting, though, like, to... Yeah. Because there's, like, certain movies where we hear a lot, like, oh, actors ad-libbed a bunch or, like, added a bunch to the movie. But, like, to see exactly what was yeah. originally written. Because, like, was... it definitely makes sense in the first one. Like, all of the scenes where he's just, like, in a vent or a sha- an elevator shaft, he's like, nothing's fucking going on in the scene. I'm just going to start talking. Yeah. And, like, maybe he did the same here. Or maybe they're like, oh, that was a good scene. We'll just write something for him to say here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that would that would be my, like, my one... The thing that I didn't like about the climax of the movie with the villain deaths was like something a bit more personal mm. where they realize how fucked they are would have been nice but yeah because uh, yeah like if they get arrested and tried for treason or which like is or basically like a, what like especially all the guys who are still in the army yeah like they're they're, they're going to military court. They yeah, <laughs> like, like, like there's a couple ways they could have done it. Like one that popped up for me is like for at like loyalist military to show up and basically go like put bullets through that entire plane and kill everyone inside. We should have um, we should have had a cut two weeks later. Courtroom, Airbud, <laughs> <laughs> clown on one side. There's no <laughs> rule that says dogs can't be in law <laughs> or can't be treasonous. 
Turns out Air Bud it was worked. the mastermind the whole time. <laughs> uh, the justice system scene worked perfectly for Air Bud. It would have been perfect here. Uh, but yeah, like like my like see who the corp- who the colonel goes to. Yeah, my my personal vision would be the like, cocaine or the American flag. <laughs> uh, see if he's truly loyal. Would be uh, him like like the main villain seeing the fuel leaking out of the plane and it getting lit on fire. That's my personal thing. But it was still like fun. Yeah, because yeah. especially since like once. He had pulled that thing. That was that was a that, that was it. That, like, that was it. I mean, I mean, there was no closing that thing again. No, so there, not no. really. Like he would have to dangle off the. And even, and also, even like, then, like the plug is probably like fucking gone. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. Uh. There is the value to say like he's a lot more cocky and not necessarily as intelligent as Gruber. Mm. Where so it definitely pays off for Gruber to like think he's winning all the way up until the end. Right. Well, until near the end. Yeah. Um. So there's maybe less value in it, but like, I'm not saying it is. Yeah. It wouldn't be a potentially better execution of this of the same scene. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I I agree. I I think I would have liked for him to have known that he was. Yeah. Or you okay? Like legitimately, I think a great way to have handled it, to with like minimal changes, when he gets back to the cockpit. Have the other guy go like, "Hey, like our fuel levels yeah. are way down." Yeah, they're they're in rock, I like do like a shot of the needle dropping, and then he goes like, "What the?" And then he looks at the cockpit, yeah. lights the yeah. thing, and whoosh! I was like, yeah. that would have implied that yeah. he, even though in universe he would have had no way to understand that the yeah. plane's about to explode because, like, let's be serious. Who would expect that he could light <laughs> yeah. a ninety-yard <laughs> chain of <laughs> gas? Like, jet jet fuel, jet fuel can blow up planes. <laughs> McLean, <laughs> McLean's can melt steel planes. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> but yeah, there's like, an event that's gonna happen in a couple of years. And like, you see what I mean? We're like that would have added like three seconds yeah, to yeah. that movie. Yeah, versus but then they would have had to cut some of that sweet ass. Just make the movie longer. You know what? I have to admit, I could have bought into that in that movie for three seconds longer. <laughs> like no. I think, I think right at the end, they had me. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go in here and say it. Ten to fifteen. No. Then ten to fifteen. Then they would have had to put that drill scene back in. Just not worth no, it. No, no, no. Ten to fifteen more minutes of uh, ass. I really. So, like, did he kill a man with a drill? That can't be what they wanted. Like, what on earth was he gonna do with a drill? I mean, he killed a man with a. Icicle. But but like contact. product product placement, they're like, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, no. Probably not that. He goes he goes to drill a guy and the like drill just breaks. He's like fucking stupid black and decker and like smashes it on the ground. No beats the guy to death with the drills. Win- winner to Spencer for properly naming the company that I had yet to disclose. Yeah, I should probably hey. give context for what we're talking about with this drill. Hey. It had been briefly mentioned by, by Connor, but... There was a trivia that was just like, this is the first movie to have a lawsuit oh. because of a brand deal. They cut out a scene, a, like, paid-for brand shit. deal scene. Was it Black and Decker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I just thought yeah, it makes drills. And... <laughs> yeah, it is Black and Decker, and the, the, yeah, it is the first product placement lawsuit uh, for for a $150,000 claim was settled out of court. Damn, I'm sorry that I ruined that. No, no, no. I, 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 I intentionally didn't say it, but I didn't care. Huh. They make drills to kill terrorists. So what did I win for getting the trivia right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And what do I win for getting get, the question you, right? You get to have your picture taken with with the trophy at the at the local bar. Wait, like the bar's trophy, or we take our trophy to the bar? <laughs> uh, <laughs> dealer's choice. <laughs> Can roll the dice on if the if the trophy if the bar has a trophy. Yeah, I would I would, I would say like speaking of this movie, like the the second half, especially once the military guys show up is a lot better than the first half like the first half is fine i get they're doing setup and stuff like that but there's just so much damn it mclean you're a loose cannon like uh, you know i know you're he's you're bluffing bluff- yeah he's bluffing and again though, what are we gonna do and it's like i get that this is a necessary part of a diehard movie but at the same time i'm like oh just why does there have to be so much of it i okay i feel like mall cop should have bought in a lot faster. Yeah. Like... It's the holidays. Like, I, I feel like a perfect time for him to buy in when his SWAT team was killed and the tower blew up. That would have been a perfect... But that was McLean's fault. But, but that, that would have been a perfect... That's why he's the only one who survived. Everyone there was bluffing. Yeah, like, that would have been a like a perfect time for him to go, like like, character growth moment of okay, yeah, no, I am out of my depth here, and, like, this isn't going to be as easy as I thought, and, like, two, McLean's actually a pretty smart guy, and, you know. He doesn't deserve character growth. But then we could, wouldn't have gotten that excellent character growth at the very end where he tears up a parking ticket. Hey, I need, I, hey, I needed that to get my car out of the impound lot. <laughs> Can you put that back together, please? Picks it up and tapes it back together. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that, that would have been, like, a lot better, because it's, like, it took so long, and like at a certain point, it's like, how many people need to fucking die I mean, before it's... you start? Well, six hundred. Like, what role did his antagonism serve after that point? Because obviously, just to like, be an asshole, like, like he clearly in the first scene that we meet him had to go. You don't know what you're talking about. This is my jurisdiction. Yes, that like, and that, and that that's reasonable. Like, that. some LA cop shows up to your airport, shoots a dude, and starts going on and on and telling you what to do, like. I'd be kind of like, shut the fuck up, dude. You uh, don't run this airport. Like, especially at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, man, I don't need your bullshit right now. Yeah, do you know how many people go through this? Like, I'm I not having any holidays. My entire staff is overworked. Like, I'm overworked. I'm yeah. stressed. Like, fuck off with your bullshit. But, like, yeah, definitely when the SWAT team goes down, and he, and especially when he was going, like, his whole pitch this whole time was, these guys are out of your league. You don't know what you're dealing with. Yeah. They're professional mercenaries. He goes, send in the SWAT team. Presumably they are professional. the most highly trained group of individuals that yes. they have access to deploy. They get mercilessly killed. Murdered, yeah. killed. Uh, uh, and it turns out that one dude cleans up. Yeah. And like he's the dude who is saying, you don't know what you're dealing with. And go like, do I know what I'm dealing with? Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah, and like he doesn't need to like do this like hundred like one eighty swap to fully trusting everything, but at the very least, like having a couple points where he goes like we should hear out McLean on this one, yeah, would like, be you know even if he goes like we can't really do that McLean because of X Y or Z, um, but like at least being like no, this guy like saved one of our employees' asses and killed three of you know the terrorists. That's like, a pretty strong case. Like I could put it, that on a resume. Would it have cost us anything narratively to have him like start to come around at that point? No, like does, I personally, like does know. does his disdain for disdain for McLean like fall mainly on Spain? 
help <laughs> do, do something later to, at some point. Like, like, like the only the only because he won't help. Like the only payoff I saw to it is when the military go, guy turns to him and goes like, "Shut the fuck up." But even that was like, eh. Well, and also that's kind of an anti point. Yes, yeah. the military guy it turns out was, was the tr- villain. Like, like clearly he turned to it. You seem like the competent one here, sir. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. the payoff was getting us was letting us uh, watch him get shot with blanks. That was a good scene. Mm, yeah. I like how no one tried to stop him. Yeah. No, no. I can yeah, imagine. I can imagine the police turning their guns, shooting him, and then going like, <laughs> "We all missed McLean. Uh, really sorry." <laughs> it's like guys, they were blanks. It's like, uh. <laughs> big sorry <laughs> yeah i definitely think that gruber was a more interesting villain because we like got to spend more time with him yeah as a character yes whereas like basically every scene what, what was the villain's name in this colonel colonel stewart stewart colonel stewart like basically all the time that colonel stewart was on screen was like dedicated to villainy yeah you know what i mean like he was usually saying hello this is my plot this is the next step of my plot yeah if you don't capitulate with my plot here's my subplot uh the thing with like gruber was much more personal and like especially the addition of the scene where like gruber goes down to check uh i can't remember what he says and he meets mclean and then detonators and they have that whole exchange where they're like get to talk one-on-one not really about villainy or plot or anything else like that where it's just a moment for these two characters these uh uh, opposing each other and just like speaking as people yeah yeah it's odd because both mclean and uh stewart know the either one is antagonizing them early in the yes. story and know who each other are yeah because he goes like shut up mclean he goes like oh john mclean like mm. yeah well and, and hero of the tower and because he the hero of time yeah and because uh because mclean's just like there's someone bigger behind this and the reporter's like stewart was here and he's like fucking stewart mm. <laughs> oh damn that stewart <laughs> What's he up to now? What kind of shenanigans? I don't know why. Hey, I recognize you. Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) Or I was like, do I know you? Yeah. Um, Where did he know him from? Because of his military record in his... Probably. In his really liking cocaine. He was probably somewhat famous. Yeah, not, not super clear why. Yeah, because, like, legitimately, the first thing I thought was... That's what was, I thought was too. He, like I was, was like, he a part of the crew? And if so, why did he live? And why he is he there? Yeah. Like, it, so what would have been more amazing if just like it's just literally the same as like the Home Alone movie where it's the it's the the soggy bandits again, just <laughs> randomly. It's just like here's Hans, here's Hans back to his old tricks. This time he's trying to steal a cocaine man <laughs> in bearer bonds. <laughs> Uh, but, like, it was, uh, yeah, like, that's it. Like, I guess, like, in McLean's mind, it was, like, okay, what's a random famous military guy doing around an airport at Christmas and, like, being suspicious about it, too? But being around an airport at Christmas is the best place to be for literally anyone, <laughs> no matter who you are. 
you have to go through. Like, like yeah, if I, you I, spot I, I, a famous person at an airport, you're not like, holy shit, a famous person at an airport. You're this not, is like, suspicious. No, like, no, I'm a JFK. Clearly all the famous people who fly into New York yeah, probably yeah. go through here. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld at the New York <laughs> airport. Yeah. This kid, this is inconceivable. And like, again, it, it would have been one of those like, oh, hey, cool. A man from the famous world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, he was clearly suspicious of him. Yeah. Or at least, like... Yeah, okay, so, like, within the movie itself, it doesn't give any reason. Yeah. Like, let's be, like, honest. Like, there is, Other like, than, like, like, we can infer st- stuff, Stuart, but... Stuart, Stuart, had, sense. Stuart had, on multiple occasions, sent McLean naked Pilates videos. <laughs> hey, and McLean, like, check out my latest VHS. I, I was just about to say... It's the 90s, so that means that he's FedExing him <laughs> grainy, handy cam VHS tapes. With, and a, like, with aggressive off at the yeah, end. Yeah, like, and like, you have to remember too, like, not only has obviously the technology of film capture and reproduction itself uh, advanced, but like, the technology of filmography has really come a long way. Like, most people now, like, the, the average person now knows like kind of how to frame a shot just imagine it's like awkwardly on a tripod where you can't like see very much above the shoulders and like just like bad framing but like and just like heavy breathing no no other sound sweaty man sync with the motion rock hard <laughs> and like this is old school ASMR and at the end he just like walks up to the frame and like holds up a piece of paper that says like I'm coming for you so like um so (laughs) you always sure is coming for McClay so like probably the actual reason and it might have been very briefly sprinkled about is that the man who was reported dead two years ago was probably in Stuart's uh yeah so so yeah so like what I would say uh um the movie itself doesn't have it. Like we're inferring reasons. I'm, that I'm the saying, movie itself I, I'm explain. saying it might. I'm saying it may have explained very poorly because there were lots of little details about the military side of the movie that we kind of glazed over. Like there was a lot of little pieces from the news. We got some of them. Right, right. So like it could have been like if we'd been paying attention to the like background news broadcast. Because yeah, like because like, I like. like I, Really bad military explosive guy dies mysteriously two, two and his years body ago? is completely immolated to well, ash like, so we never see him again. Like, <laughs> two I, years ago and we're just reporting on it now. Because I, like, I think, I might be wrong, but I think like Stuart's name might be mentioned in relation to the work that was done to have him deposed. Like they mentioned at least some American okay. like military names. I didn't pay attention to what, okay. especially right. since I didn't know the villains. And, and, and you know, and maybe it was cut from the movie. Like maybe they yeah. did explain. Maybe it was the drill scene. He's just like <laughs> sitting there using a drill and it just like keeps breaking. But he's just like, so anyway, it's important exposition time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turns out that I served in the place where all these guys were from, but I didn't drink the brainwash juice, so <laughs> they're gonna slip. I still believe later. in capitalism, except for the kind that involves cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just want to say, what is Lucrative their way of business. life? Also, because first, as, as first, military... uh, first victim, no, first arrest in the war on, on drugs. drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, fuck, it's the nineties. We've been through the whole eighties, and they've made zero arrests in the war on drugs. 
But again, so so the the military guys on the end at the end of the movie, they're getting on the seven forty seven, and they're all like high fiving and hugging. And right as they're getting on, someone says, "This is a win for our way of life." So my feeling is because like because like way of life. So like Stewart does this like speech about like we're giving in to uh, communism and like uh, like basically it's like a holder because like the United States, especially in Latin America deposed a bunch of communist yeah. leaders, installed a bunch of fascist or, like, quasi-fascist mm. uh, leaders, you know, Chile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing commies out of helicopters, that kind of shit. Uh, and uh, Stewart, being probably, like, a military man, disagrees with the United States turning on their former allies and feels like the anti-communist front needs to be protected. This is this movie was released in 1990, so Berlin like, Wall Turning was... on their former allies, but it... Wouldn't it be turning on our former enemies? Because if we're getting rid of communists, am I confused? You're confused. They got rid of communists, installed fascists, and, oh, and now oh, getting rid of the fascists. Sell the cocaine. Yes, I understand. Yeah, um, or like dictators. They're you know. Uh, uh, anyway, so because like this movie, 1990, Berlin Wall was still news. up. Commu- uh, the Soviet Union was still the Soviet Union. So. You know, yeah. Uh, so they're like they feel it's like a win for capitalism. Like, although I mean, it's definitely a win for capitalism. I don't yeah. know if it's a win for America. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like capitalism definitely would have come out looking pretty good in that whole thing because like that guy sold a lot of drugs by the sound of it. <laughs> and do I know what capitalism uh, I, loves? He's, he smuggled a lot I of mean, cocaine. Even if even if McLean had gotten his way, it would have been a win for capitalism because yeah. he would have sold a, a a drug dealer for his wife. So the question marks in the uh, 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 find drugs, buy drugs, question marks, profit is smuggle drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, it is interesting. Um, so this book, this movie is based on a, a novel. As is the first one, the novels are completely unrelated, other than both being about uh, New York police who are <laughs> out of their jurisdiction. Really? Yeah. But neither one named John McClane. Do they say yippee motherfucker in both? Because uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> probably so, not. I imagine that, I have to, I imagine that was probably one of his original ad-libbed ones. I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, so the... Win, win for capitalism. Um, uh, I mean, no, capitalism blew up in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the, some cocaine. I mean, I, I think it was a win for the police state, if we're being honest. Like, this was yeah. actually the story of a lone policeman deciding that he knew best against literally all of the forces working against yeah, him. Yeah, true. Causing... Well, I like when the, when the other and millions of dollars of property the, damage. Well, it was like yeah, when the other, when the other uh, police officer was like walking into the command tower, goes like, and then freedom of speech, and then they'll call the uh, um, what was it, ALCU? Yeah, and like stuff like that. Like it's a bad thing. I'm like, freedom of speech is bad since when? Well, I mean, freedom of speech is bad if you've got a bunch of annoying reporters around, like. Other people's freedom of speech does hurt me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, at, at those moments, I feel like it is opportune to lament. I wish that other people didn't have rights because also, they're using them to bother me. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of reporters, why did 
she taste like other than him being an asshole? Why did she tase him? Uh, cause he's sewing panic as he does. How did she know he was sewing panic? Because uh, the heard news, it. yeah. Oh right, the they news put on swap. the TV to calm right. him down. Yes, yes. Little did they know about <laughs> <laughs> on the TV was about to come panic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. plane stayed very calm. Like yeah, sad. But yeah. So all the people in the airport thought to themselves, "We should leave this airport." The people on the plane surely thought, "Ha, huh. can't really leave this plane. <laughs> yeah. This is a kicker." <laughs> well, like this plane is crashing with I, no well, survivors. Like, like the people panicking are the ones in relatively no danger. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. planes are crashing on the tarmac. Okay, better get better leave this building that isn't the tarmac. I have to imagine though that like. If there's like two dozen planes coming down, yeah, sure. I'm not saying that I'd want to hang out at the airport lounge. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> to be fair, if they were doing what they were told, they're all not. None of them are going to crash at the airfield. Oh, just on random parts of Washington yeah. D.C. and yeah, yeah. or Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> the guy was also <laughs> the, saying that the White House's lawn, as as was mentioned early on. The guy was also saying that, like, there's terrorists at the airport and they might start shooting at people yeah. and oh, have yeah, a shootout yeah. with the police. So. Fair, yeah, right, he did. He yeah. did actually know nothing. Yeah, he, yeah. he was just yeah. speculating. Yeah, well, he's like, yeah. he's just like, the military's here and that almost certainly means it's gonna get violent real soon. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean... Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> so so he, he, des- <laughs> he deserved to be tased, yeah. a liar or wrong. <laughs> I mean... Because... Like, the military was there, and it was very violent. <laughs> like, around and in the airport. Yeah, mm-hmm. once he spread the panic, it was very violent. Yeah. Yeah, he got tased, and that was... Good. Although... Yeah. Like, Chekhov's taser. Mm-hmm. That t- taser had a crazy effect on him. Like, I like how it probably st- stopped it his heart. like, knock him unconscious, but it removed his ability to walk. Paralyzed mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. For, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. Is that what tasers... I kind of thought that they... They, like, shock you. Yeah. Like, and th- you, then you go... You convulse. Well, you convulse. Because yeah. all your, mu- your muscles start contracting. Yeah. 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 Also, that lady with the taser, she says, I tested it on my dog. And it's, no, no, no. I tested it on my little dog. Yeah. It's very important that she mentions that it's a particularly small dog. And you see what that thing did to a person. Yeah. I, I legitimately had a limp for a week. I did expected her to say that the dog died. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> because would've. like it absolutely would have. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have different strengths of taser. That thing was arcing like mm-hmm. seven inches. Mm-hmm. Like that's not that's not a a please no taser. That's a <laughs> a like it said wanted dead or alive, right? <laughs> Because, like, we're, we're targeting alive. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think, I think I like the first movie more than this one. I mean, yeah. I think, um... I hate to tell you this, but it's going to be a disappointing five years of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, so, so here's, here's how I expected it to go. I expected the first two to be basically equal, and then for it to start dropping off a cliff after that. This movie is still, like, pretty good. Um, so I expected, so this movie is like still pretty good. Like I, I did enjoy it. Um, it was a fun watch, solid action movie. Um, the action scenes just, 
weren't as good as the first one. Like the first one felt higher stakes with a lot of them, felt more grounded. Like like one of the good scenes in the first one was when they shoot the glass and then he has yeah. to like walk and crawl across all the glass while having a shootout with these guys. There was nothing really like like this one was more just like very mediocre standard '90s action movie scenes where they just kind of so ironically I think <laughs> shoot at of, each other. One of the movie's strengths is also its weaknesses on that front. In that the whole we're shooting blanks reveal comes really late in the movie. Yeah. So in retrospect, you're like, oh, I get it. But at the time, you're like. Oh, when did this become Star Wars? Like, yeah. when, why, well, well, why that, does everybody miss? That does like apply to like two scenes, but even like a lot of the other action scenes, I was really like just like, eh. like like the one in the baggage was all right, but it was only like all right. like I felt like that one could have been way cooler, considering what they had to work with. But... I felt like it was really hard to track the environment in that scene. Yeah, whereas like in one of the the things about the original Die Hard that I noticed is like you you, you have a pretty good ability to know like what the environment that you're in is and, and and because it's in one tower like the way they go like and within like kind of 15 floors made it so much easier for the audience to follow along with like okay this is happening and he's yeah. here and like w- how things are relative to one another whereas like the airport is so much bigger so like a lot of it's like where is he now like well it's just one scene to the next right did you get your copy of blueprints with the with your vhs no oh um, oh yeah, Temper, you were so unhappy with how that guy stored his blueprints. <laughs> that is not how you store blueprints. And not in an environment like that. Like, that's an easy way to get ruined blueprints. That man clearly was a member of the union because, like, nobody wanted him doing that job. <laughs> you see where they put him? The man's in a dungeon. And, like, not really all there by the looks of it. I mean, like, that's just, like, actually movie janitors. Like, we saw yeah. that exact same janitor, other than the color of his skin, in Airbud. Yeah. Hmm. Like, all buildings have dungeons, and that's where you keep the the singular janitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, can, they can never have light. I like how he's the janitor for the whole fucking airport. Yeah. <laughs> and the and, 90s, man, they were and, crazy. And apparently, and possibly the tarmac and crashed planes. <laughs> I'm not cleaning this up. Like, no, I'd, I'd assume that you'd have like highly trained professionals. Like, I'm sure that a bunch of the shit's toxic. Like, no, it was the '90s, dude. Breathe in those toxic fumes. So, like, given that this movie came out in the '90s, I feel like it was the '90s. Can't be the excuse for literally every single problem in this movie. It absolutely can. <laughs> watch it. Watch us. We can make it every the answer for every single problem. Uh, but no, you are you are correct. Like, it's that. Yeah. It was his friend, right? He has to have a white friend and he has to have a black friend in every movie. I like how you can just steal the airplane payphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he just picks it up and goes, like, I'm going to go into this bathroom now. I'm like, there's no cord? Also, like, they they have, the plane has two separate phone channels. Because at the same time, Holly calls John's pager. Why the fuck wouldn't they have just called someone Anyone? at the terminal? Uh-huh. They have a phone. Uh-huh. They have why phones. Did, why didn't the terminal uh-huh. call them? Call, that, call them. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have phones. Go okay, on. this movie sucks. <laughs> they have phones. However, <laughs> they how, have phones. How, this was such Stuart, an easy however, problem to solve. Stuart also had a like pedestal phone that he used exclusively to call the airport. 
No. Was, Rather than just like a direct line to them, he actually had to dial no, no. the tower, and like, which was I, interesting. I, I hear you, and, I, and like, let's even imagine that we have to add several steps here. Like, let's imagine not every plane has a phone. Mm-hmm. There's no phone lines at the airport. Mm-hmm. Which we well, saw the phone lines at the airport. Okay, but even then, yeah. you get one of those magical long-distance radios. Uh-huh. Get someone to go to a phone. Yeah. Call someone on a plane, and then have the planes talk to the other planes. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, presumably the planes could have talked to each other the whole time, unless planes like actually presumably. lacks that ability. I. I feel. How like could they? That would be bad. I feel like if they lacked that. Why ability. would that be like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, the pilots. All kept on calling each other, making farting noises. So we turned <laughs> off the interplane chat. John Madden. John Madden. We had to ban everyone from general. <laughs> oh man! And at the end, when the planes are landing, they're coming oh, one after the man. other, way too close in real life. Photo, that is... uh, 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 frames before disaster. Yeah, they would just start like running into each other, drifting on the snow, crashing. Well, hundreds dead. Not to mention. If anything goes wrong with any of those planes, kaboom! A lot of people are instant dead. fireball, and then another one like, goes I into just, that. I just, I just want to see one where it like lands and like one of the like landing gear wheels like breaks and <laughs> it like a tiny spark and then the whole plane just goes whoosh, <laughs> <laughs> blows up. They just start all exploding in the air. Children's toys like raining down. <laughs> that was a plane guy. full of orphans. A car dealer guy that's just like. Smacks roof of plane. This baby can. <laughs> <laughs> which 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 plane had the reindeer? And is it okay? Oh man! Well, yeah, they did say that there was a reindeer coming in. It feels like that. I thought that was shouldn't a joke. be the job of the police. <laughs> uh, like listing that, like he has to deal with it. I'm like that. No, but like if he says stop it, stop yeah. this part of the airport, then. Yeah. He's uh, causing problems for yeah, all Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically he's saying, like, even if I go to my... The people above me, they're gonna go, like, no fucking way. Yeah. Clean up the blood and get it going again. Although, yeah. Trudeau, surprisingly willing to to listen to to problems. Mad Tr- Trudeau. Just the name of that character really fucked me up. This Mr. Whole movie. Trudeau. Yeah, every time they said his name, because our current prime minister... Is? It was Trudeau. Yeah. So every time he said his name, it's just like Trudeau. Trudeau. And we Junior. make blackface jokes every time. <laughs> every single time. Hey, Mr. Trudeau, we didn't recognize you. <laughs> He's very enthusiastic about dressing up. Um, I like how we all looked at each other and nodded as if that translates to the podcast well. <laughs> uh, but another actor we reacted to in the movie was the the British pilot. Oh yeah, he just yeah. came on like, hey, it's that guy. We don't know his name. But O'Brien. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just no, tell well, I don't know his name then. His name's his oh. name's Cole, I think. O'Brien. Yeah. Teleport them off the. Yeah, the the Star Trek airplane. actor guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He died though. He could have fixed it. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah, he did just straight up die. Yeah. 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 Drove he, plane to them straight into the tarmac. They. I like how at the end of they do say like pull up and you go like ha and then nah. <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping, like, maybe McLean could save him, but nope. I like, though, that they, like, really string us along there. Like, we ha- they have them, 
really trying up until the end. Yeah, yeah. And as the audience, you're sitting there going, like, are they really going to spend five minutes just to have him fail? Sure yeah. are. Yeah, they no. are. And actually, like, I appreciated that about the movie. Like, yeah. he's not a superhero. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's not. He's a hero. He can't save all of the innocent people. Yes. He can exactly. certainly kill a lot of villains, though. Oh, he can kill a... He's really good at <laughs> killing a lot people. of innocents. Yeah. <laughs> he also just has that effect on vehicles. They ex- they explode into fireballs. True. This, the, he has, like, an snowmobile did, too. He has, like, an aura around him that changes the snowmobile the and three planes. But, like, it seems to me, like, if I was going to, like, list the three type of vehicles so that I think you could make explode <laughs> with bullets, at least, like, a snowmobile is small enough that I think, like, yeah, I bet a, I bet a military machine gun could do a serious amount of damage to a snowmobile. Whether yeah. you're shooting at, like, a, what looks like a bomber. <laughs> like uh, Planes are really fragile. Even still. You'd be surprised how fragile planes are. Like, they didn't... So you're telling me that those three guys standing on the ground just missed all those shots? Oh, when they shot the airplane? Yeah. The three guys... With, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well they, the bolts were going through the fuselage. They just didn't hit McLean. But like, or are you saying that the plane they were explode? Going, they were going through like the outside of the plane, through the floor of the cockpit... And yeah. possibly into McLean? I could see that. Like, I'd have to look up the specifications for that cargo plane, what but, like... What the fuck was that door made of? More <laughs> metal. It was... I mean, I would assume that... Because, because like, they absolutely yes. should have shot through the fucking wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beside the door. No, 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 I agree with you. Like... I, I agree with you, like, why are we shooting the door? Let's just stand on either side of it and then, like, shoot through. Yeah. Draw penises. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine he's in there and they just like draw a big dick on the door and it's like, fucking Christ. <laughs> this, this can't be a good sign. How, how many years until that action movie where we have that exact same door scene, but they are just actually drawing a dick on it? Hey, McLean, this is what we're going to be fucking you with in a few minutes. Also, three grenades. <laughs> Each. Each. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because, like, like, the door, especially, like, for a transport plane that is bringing a prisoner, like, yeah, I'm sure, like, they would heavily secure that door. Um, also, how did that guy get, like, choked out all of a sudden? Like, because he, he, he lit the case. second cigar. Yeah. That was his fatal mistake. You see, what he did was first he put the dollar bill out with the string, and he, <laughs> he let you pick up the dollar bill, and you went, a dollar, and then he snatched it. He snatched it away, and at that point, you're hooked. You see, you go after the dollar bill, and that's when he goes, I'm going to strangle you with my handcuffs. Yeah, like, he, like, the intention is that, like, he lowered his guard too much. Yeah, yeah. Because nothing happened uh, when he lit the cigar. Okay, like, that's more me being nitpicky. Within the movie itself, that was fine. Like, whatever. That was actually the drill scene. McLean teleported onto the plane. (laughs) He's just like, check out this drill. And the the guard's like, oh man, that's really interesting. And they got strangled from behind. I, I will admit, though, I definitely thought something was going to happen vis-a-vis, like, the cigar somehow. Yeah, that's what I thought, Just too. because, like, they made, like, the camera angles, and... It was and very the... sinister, like, yeah, it was very... I've got something planned with this cigar. This cigar is full of cocaine. Like, like, as soon as you lit that cigar, it's like, you've fallen for my trap. Like, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Like, I literally said, he this did, is though. a trap. Like, he did, by lo- he lo- lowered but, his guy. Uh, but not... I, I, I understand. Like, okay. Sure. Okay, but still, though, like, the movie really made it seem like there was something 
more yeah. specific about the happening. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. It was actually a poison dart loaded in. You just didn't get to see it. <laughs> it's one of those... Well, he's unconscious now. <laughs> I'd better strangle him. <laughs> uh, also, like... Got on those pilots they, here. Absolutely should have had two guys back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the nineties. <laughs> it was the nineties in country from the movie Commando. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't spare anymore. Uh, yeah, no, like obviously in like a legit scenario that doesn't happen. Yeah, like. And again, oh, you're strangling one guy. I'm still gonna shoot you. <laughs> like, why didn't the pilots have guns? Because they were pilots. It's yeah, the 90s. We went over this. They're pilots. Like they're nine not... nine eleven hadn't happened yet, but but if nine eleven hadn't happened yet, shouldn't they have more guns? But like that's an anti reason. <laughs> no, they're they're pilots, not they're not military. Also, I like how like I can just sneak on like eavesdropping equipment for the tower like that. That seems like it oh be, yeah yeah. It seems like that should be illegal to have at all. Yeah, and the, then on a plane within like fifty miles of an airport. <laughs> This was pre-9-11. So I'm allowed to jam air traffic control <laughs> signals? They never, really, they never really had to deal with Listen it. Listen in. Yeah. That, that seems like the kind of thing that you probably shouldn't be allowed to do. I also it, was, like, it was the 90s. I love that he liter- it was literally just like on his food tray. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. just like, get it out. He's like... Yeah. Also, they, they clearly demonstrate that they have encrypted radio. Mm-hmm. Why isn't other radio encrypted it was in the 90s but because but so because, it, so, because it's it's so it, encryption technology was limited to walkie-talkies it was the 90s yeah yeah only radio shack had that had that technology exactly only radio shack only radio shack they sold a lot more than radios yeah did they to fund to fund all of their encryption Yeah, it was, um, I, I do agree. It was very convenient for him to just have this stuff on, which, I mean, within the movie is fine. I don't know. That that whole B-plot was kind of meh. Like, it was, it's the same cameraman who supported him in the previous movie, who was just, like, very re- ready and willing to go with all the equipment. Mm. Like, it was kind of a homage to that, I guess. It was fine. It's just, like... I would have appreciated a scene in the beginning of the movie where they told me that that thing even existed. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, or, or that that guy was on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had no... Like, I don't I don't know that there's, like, easily available consumer technology that allows you to eavesdrop on air traffic control radio. Like, that seems like the kind of thing that you'd want to, like, have him go, like, oh, you're bringing the air traffic control listening device and <laughs> him going, like, yeah, I get bored on the plane sometimes. <laughs> Like it's it's uh, it's his switcher for his, his for his camera's audio, and he's just and he's just very good at at audio. At audio. <laughs> so like I, I mean like that is like it is just supposed to be part of his equipment as a cameraman. I don't know what the fuck it's for, but like that is that is the conceit of the device. It's not that he just has it for listening in to other uh, people's stuff. I, I, yeah. Anyway, go go on to something like maybe a bit more relevant to the actual movie. One thing I appreciate about this movie is it really showed how fucked up McLean got over the course of the movie. Yeah, like he was 
really done. It is, yeah. It like, is, it's an important piece of Die Hard movie. Like, like, when, like, at the end of the movie, when he, like, screams at pain, and Spencer's like, ah, the adrenaline's wearing off! I'm in excruciating pain! <laughs> like, that summed it up really well. Like, it's like, like, even, like, halfway through, like, he was obviously, like, much slower moving. Like, he fell down the stairs when he went to visit the guy yeah. in the basement again. And was, yeah, very seriously, like, and, like, that fist fight against the Special Forces soldier went exactly how you uh, fight against a heavily wounded New York, is it New York cop, Los Angeles cop, and a Special Forces soldier would go. Except uh, for getting your finger bitten off. Yeah. That was yeah. the wild card. Yeah, yeah, but, like, everything else was like, yeah, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you now. He also went through a lot of coats. Yeah, he did. I, I still say, A lot say, of caution though, changes in this movie. Like, very important. He absolutely should not have attacked that man at all. Because, yeah. like, you know that you're a Special Forces operative, and, like, as a cop, you know, I don't get trained like a Special Forces also, operative. Also, I'm really fucked up. And I, I'm in the winning board position. Yeah, yeah. Like, if nothing I'll, changes, I'll, I'll, I win. Yeah. So I should just try to let nothing change. Yeah, all McLean needed to do was, like, like scoot back a little bit and go, like, Hey man, yeah. come on, and, or, come and fucking or fight me. Just keep dodging him and yeah. wait for him to overextend or fuck up, or try to go for the coat and then you kick him yeah. in the back and like because he like and obviously it takes a minute to get that coat out of there. Yeah, like so for some reason McLean's plan was always to pull the fuel line, despite not deciding on that plan until partway into the fight. Yeah, because he like he like I guess maybe it's because he like. How he defeats the major, he like notices the fuel line, right. maybe. Yeah, and he's just like I'm gonna do this, and then like gets run at with a knife and bites off a finger. It just it just seems to me like okay, he clearly stuck his coat in what, what are those things called? He, he clearly the flaps the flaps. He clearly stuck his coat in the flap because he thought that would do something. Mm-hmm. Then the dudes come out to fight him. That is an indication. The plane is also not speeding yeah. up or taking off. Yeah, that's an indication. That it's doing something. Yeah. Why would I... Why, why, why am I like... And now to deliver the killing blow where I do something else. Yeah. Like, like all, yeah, again, like, all you need to do is stand there and taunt the guy. If he had been... If he'd been, like, knocked onto the... Like, off and he was hanging there and then he was like, fuel line. What a what a convenient play And then he grabs it and then, and then just go forward with the... He gets kicked and then the yeah, pulls it like, and then, yeah. Like, he... You had a winning plan. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree with you. Like it's, like so like well I mean this is the thing like some of these like action movies especially the ones that don't have proper, uh, uh, choreography people fall into is their fights are just I'm going to do a haymaker at you over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Like we were watching like Hobbs and Shaw, and their brilliant plan against the villain was. Big punch, big punch. Oh, big punch didn't work the first three times. Big punch him again, like, and they just did that. And I was like, "You fucking idiots!" Like, maybe don't just do an obvious wind up punch every single time. But it's what they know how to do. Um, also, do. like, they could have brought out like ten people onto the. <laughs> I'm imagining like after the major gets put through. Hey guys, McLean's on the wing. Wait, come yeah. on out. Doesn't it cut to like one guy literally blowing smoke rings in the back? Like, yeah, it does. He's yeah. sitting there like 
Good thing no one needs me right now. <laughs> but but I can just imagine like the colonel just going like, "Hey guys, McLean's on the wing. Let's have a party." Also, he killed the major. And, yeah, and also the major's dead, and then just like they all just file out on the wing. Although I mean, saying that that would be kind of like bad for them. Sure, but like, I mean, I guess like the colonel wants to kill McLean. Like it's. Like, I feel like they. What they needed was some kind of bat. Like, if they had come out and tossed the colonel, like, a long stick, that would have real that, that would have been the weapon of choice there, because clearly they, he, like, the colonel could have shot him. Yeah, but... He was standing there with a, with gun. a gun. But as, as you pointed out, don't want to shoot the wing. Right. So, like, once we're like, okay, so, like, what's the number one reason to call ten guys? Get them all to shoot. Okay, well, we can't get them all to shoot, we don't want to shoot holes in the wing, otherwise I just would have shot myself, and, like... They'd call on all the guys. Okay, let's call the guys and get them to throw me a hockey stick. And then I will hit McLean with the hockey stick from a safe distance. And what's McLean going to do? Flail at me? uh, I mean, try to dodge the hockey stick, I guess. (laughs) Who has a hockey stick, though? This isn't Canada. This is the States. Oh, yeah. Also, like, it was a... It was a plane prepared by... by It doesn't have to be a literal hockey stick. I'm just saying that, Something long. Surely something... One of them... One of the guns. Yeah, like a, like a <laughs> rifle. Like like even a rifle. Yeah, like a rifle. Yeah. Like that would have given him three feet of reach and leverage against... Yeah, at the very like, least it's something. Like. You're, you're playing American Gladiator Q-tip game, basically. <laughs> I, I realized the thing I, I forgot earlier that I wanted to say. We really should have gotten at least one scene in the church of Stuart naked at the podium doing, doing Pilates. And just like... Yeah. Just yeah, telling them all how good they're doing. More naked steward in general would have been very good for this movie. I would have liked to see him at the podium more often in general, honestly. Yeah, yeah. it was a good scene. I, I, yeah, like, and I think that it would have given him more character mm-hmm. because it would have like kind of given you the like, does this does this guy think that he's like God? Whereas like, no, like he seemed like he thought he was a professional mercenary, which like that is an accurate description of. Yeah. yeah, but but even, like, he doesn't even need to be, like, I'm pretending to be God, but even just, like, more talking to his subordinates and being, like, yeah. what kind of leader is this guy, like... Yeah, like, it starts off strong with how he's introduced, and there's a few other scenes, but yeah, they, he doesn't get enough. Oh, what yeah. was he say, like, what happened to the other guy? Oh, he didn't make it, or something like that. Oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> well, no, he's he said, like, well, later he said, like, like acceptable losses or something. Yeah. And then fail me again. Click. There will be a bullet in the chamber. And the, and yet there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> that was the whole premise. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We, like, we never saw that guy try to do anything again. Actually very well known <laughs> for the time that I put no bullets in the chamber. Yeah, like that that guy who failed him once isn't an important character. We see him again yeah. when they're like fleeing the the church, but that's like it. Yeah, yeah, he he makes it for a pretty long time, honestly. Yeah, like he should have been that that is the way you make an important henchman. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he could have sent him against McLean yeah. again in like a Exactly. You, like like similar to um you know, like how Gruber did, like where he'd yeah, send like one or two well, guys it, and, and like, like go deal with, and because like two of them were brothers, that yeah. was the real big, yeah, yeah. yeah. And similar to that, he could go like go again, don't fail me. Mm-hmm. You'll know what happens if you, yeah, yeah. I already told you once, and then that would be like, like you better kill him or 
I'll he kills kill you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either he kills you or... Yeah, all we learned is that he has a plan and is relatively okay with loss, uh, losses, but not this particular loss because he doesn't bother actually shooting him. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, again, like, if you shoot your henchmen upon their first, like, mistake, you're not going to have a lot of henchmen left. Right? I mean... He had a lot of henchmen. Yeah, that's true. He yeah. had a lot. He had probably, like, double what Gruber had. Yeah, yeah, but, like, what I'm saying is the reason he has all those henchmen is he doesn't shoot them on their first mistake. Well, I mean, the reason he has them is because the military gave them to, assigned them to him, and he's just like, what if I could kill all of you and get you a lot of cocaine money? Yeah, but... And they're like, yeah. sign me up. But you know what I mean, like, like yeah. whenever, whenever, like, movies are shoot, like, you failed me for the first and last time, you just shoot him. It's like, well, that's, it's not how you get experienced well, henchmen. Well, I mean, like, like a lot of shoot him. I, I know, I'm saying... I'm not talking about this movie. I'm saying, like, oh. whenever I see it in movies, because I go... What? Why are we talking about this movie? <laughs> Isn't this... I, I was just saying, like, I'm, I'm saying I liked that, uh, yeah, how I know, he handled it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, there's no value in it in this movie because this yeah. character doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, they don't follow up with it anyway. And, like, it shows that he's ruthless? But, like, but not isn't. really. But, I mean, like, you can show he's ruthless by, like, the fact that he let a plane full of 200 yeah. people go into the fucking ground yeah i agree i think that was a superfluous scene yeah also like because all of these guys are like ex-military and like yeah. none of them had a problem with running a plane of 200 people into the ground yeah like you, there's not there's like yeah. maybe a moment of hesitation from like the first guy yeah he's like put it to negative 200 yeah he's definitely like a little like you sure and then he does but it. it's it's almost like you said 200, right? Just, like, want to yeah. make sure I do my job perfectly. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, we didn't get very much characterization from those guys either, because, like, I think it would have been good to have shown, like, th- these guys are questioning yeah. how their their loyalty... Yeah, well, like, that that was actually something, because one, one of them at the, uh, at the first real fight scene with the SWAT looks exactly like the Liquid Terminator from T2. I looked and didn't. He's not listed as that. Like the actor of of the Terminator is not listed in this movie. So either it's not the same person, or he's uncredited in this movie. But I don't know because you don't learn any of the terrorists' names. Yeah, right. Many of them have names in the credits, but, but they, I don't know who they are because they, they're all they're almost all white. Men. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, any well, <laughs> and well, they have no personalities. Well, well, it's mm. fine with like like. Uh, skin color or whatever doesn't like, but he never like he never turns one to go like tom johnny yeah go go fight mcclain that's where like like all you look like all of them have names and like at least one uh quirk in the first movie yeah you yeah. Can very easily tell them all apart yes and there like, are a crew of he, unique individuals yeah yeah and like like oh that fucking that guy that guy just like Waiting for the cops at at the concession stand, looks down, sees chocolate bar, <laughs> just like like very good, very good characterization. Yeah, of a henchman. Not really any of that in this one. No. Well, I feel like we wouldn't have had time to get to know a meaningful number of them. No, but well, like here's the thing: like this movie is two hours. How do you know? Do we know how long the first one was? Uh, I looked it up. It's probably shorter. Yeah, but like. This movie was packed with stuff, but there wasn't, like, enough time spent on certain things. Like, it was very much, like, racing from one scenario to another. Yeah. Whereas, like, 
even though the first one is probably shorter, I still feel like there's more to the first one. Yeah, I feel like there was less superfluous stuff to the first one. Yeah, the first one was very tightly constructed. But at the movie. same time, I struggle to think of what I would cut out of this. But you see, that's the weird thing about this movie is like it's two hours, and yet it feels like it should be like two and a half. Um, the like, first movie is eight minutes longer than this one. Okay. Hmm. So, not, not what I expected. Yeah, and like his wife's there, but like they never even interact. Like. There's oh, much like she doesn't even know that he's McClane's doing anything. There's not even a scene of she, well, she knows he's at the airport. Yeah. There's not even a scene of like, like when it's just like, oh fuck, there are terrorists down there. There's not even like a smirk of like, I hope John's doing his thing or alive. Yeah, or comment on like, yeah, yeah. oh my husband's at the airport. Yeah, I hope he got that drill I sent him. Okay, okay, so <laughs> she does page him. Yes. When the news comes on to be True. like, I think I'm gonna die. And he but really, like we we don't he doesn't like haul her back. No. It's just that's how he gets caught and yeah. stab a guy in the eye with an icicle. That was a brutal kill. I am glad that I averted my days. I think that's that's probably if there's one kill in this movie that got that's what that guy should have done. Oh jeez, <laughs> didn't see that one coming. Um. Probably the kill that got this movie the R rating because that was that was brutal. Icicle right through the eye. Also, that guy attacking McClay just jumps over the hood of the truck. Yeah, shoot you? No, I'm just gonna like tackle you. I mean, they're in a neighbor. They're in a random neighborhood. They don't yeah, want to yeah, yeah. alert people. They want to bring attention, especially if, especially that's, if you see some maybe random. His gun only has blanks. That's why. Well, only, well, that's well, why and... only two people had silencers. The well, ones who went to the church initially. Well, and and if like. It's just some random guy walking around. Like, he doesn't know that this guy's, like, a cop. Like, he probably thinks it's just some random dude prowling around. I'm just going to jump him and kill him. Also, Problem solved. McLean knows a lot about what kind of guns can get through metal detectors. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's one of those, like, oh, I recognize that gun. You can take that one on a plane. And it's like, that's a... Okay, I'm going to note that you just whipped that out of your out of your tool belt. I, I want it to be because of... of, of... Uh, Hans Gruber, he's just like, it's like he was German. I'm gonna look up everything about Germany. He just like came across, it's like the Glock 7, German made. They were responsible for both world wars? <laughs> <laughs> also, like, there's still metal parts in Palmer guns. Like, not in the 90s. Not enough. Well, and metal like, detector. but, but oh, shit it's... in the brain. That. Yeah. <laughs> That'll set off a metal detector. Definitely right. some quips. You've got to... dangerous amounts of lead in your shit. <laughs> and also it's in your brain. <laughs> shit is stored in the brain. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Like, yeah, like, like that one. I want to say that one was from, is in the script. Like, I want to give Bruce Willis that benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that, mm. that didn't feel yeah. great. Yeah, there's a couple little clips this movie that, like, like, I don't know, like, the clips just weren't as good. Because, like, I mean, it's because the characters he was bouncing them off of weren't that good. Yeah, like, the yeah, first, like, part of but it. I mean, even when he was alone, like, the first one had, like, when he's crawling through the vents, like, oh, yeah, go down to California, you'll have a great time, or, like, however that yeah. scene went. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, like, mocking the whole situation that he's stuck in. Yeah, well, like, again, they wrote a lot of the clips, so 
like again that was probably one that he had lived in the oh movie. with the way the scene was constructed like absolutely he was gonna say something to the dude before he left but not very good yeah like I, I'm saying like they, they might have been a lot better had they been it's just like yeah, yeah. ad lib here yeah oh yeah. I, I was more so saying like that one was definitely like constructed like like was written in the script um so out of all the holiday specials so far definitely the uh die hard one is 100 percent better than okay. this movie which had the best bruce willis die hard one which, which had, had the which best had the wife. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard 1. Yeah, she actually did stuff. Yeah. Other than Taser Person. Which had the best, the best assistant policeman. <sighs> That's actually a little tougher because, like, those, uh, his black friend and his, like, janitor friend were decent in this one. Yeah, but they, neither of them were police officers. True. So then for Die Hard 1 <laughs> wins automatically. Uh-huh. He did have his police officer from Die Hard 1 in this movie. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the beginning. But he was better in the first one. That oh, was yeah. a cameo at best. Yeah. 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 And a Twinkie advertisement. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Die Hard 1 for that. Is there <laughs> literally anything You should have been using movie... a drill to open the Twinkies. They would have got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chief. He like takes the drill with the Twinkie still on and just like, no, no. It's like it's like, hey, Chief, what are you doing? I'm using my Black and Decker uh, uh, drill to open up my Twinkies made by the Twinkie Company, sold at every major supermarket. Yeah, that no, like that is actually is an no, interesting note. He like, definitely like Twinkie Company. It's Hostess. No, is the Twinkie. Company. Yeah, I I don't know what the. Twinkie I mean, like Hostess. Is the Twinkie Company. And they're, oh, but, I, I didn't and they're owned by Black and Decker. Um, that is actually like a random note is that like like his, uh, his friend definitely got like a promotion. Yeah. That he was, oh, like, true. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had an office. Is there any way that this movie excelled beyond the first one, in your opinion? Villain nudity. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot more ass in this movie and almost cock and balls. Cock and ball parody. <laughs> so, so that that's that's the only thing that you thought was better <laughs> was the the male nudity had more had more had more innocence death per per minute. <laughs> there was a huge spike in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, like you see it, and then <laughs> seems like we flatlined. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Uh... I don't know. I don't think there's really much that Die Hard 2... Like, I guess, like, more, like, car... Like, there's, like, the snowmobile chase. Like, this this movie has a twist. The first one doesn't really. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a little bit of, like, our crime is slightly different than the crime we're letting people think it is. But that's yeah, not really that, that's kind of what I was saying. I guess, like, the, like the twist in Die Hard 2 is really good. Um, They had, like, the snowmobile chase, which was, like, decent... Almost like snowmobile jousting with machine guns. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Um, yeah, it got to yeah. do things outside in the snow, which yeah. the first one really couldn't do. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess one thing is like um, the visuals of the snow and like the snow areas was cool. Like when he runs out into the dark runway and then like lights mm. the fire. Like, like that. That was visually very cool. And I mean, like I have like 
personal by like a love of snowy locations in movies and uh, video games uh, I almost like I, lo- I love that kind of, that aesthetic um, you're gonna you're gonna love the third movie so much <laughs> it does all the things you like yeah uh, so like that was that was cool and like the expanded location is both like a positive and a negative like on one hand like it's more expansive, but on the other hand, like, you get less time with each location, whereas, like, mm-hmm. the tower, as a viewer, we get more intimately familiar with the with it. Um, so, that yeah, there's really not much. That, like, and, I mean, like, as much as I say there's, like, nothing really that the second movie does better than the first, that's not to say the second movie is significantly worse than the first. Like, the second movie's still very good, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's a very solid 90s action movie. It's just hard to stand up to one of the best action movies ever made. But wait until we get to four. <laughs> and five, which I've not seen, so can't really begin to state the quality of. Three Christmases from now. Mm-hmm. And then we do it all over again. I'm sure there'll be another one by then. We'll start watching the series episode by episode. On I believe episodes. there's intent for a sequel with his son. Okay. And then also a prequel. Die Hardington. <laughs> and then, uh, and then also the McLean prequel, which is supposed maybe going to be a Netflix show now. Prequel? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's it? Whatever. When he's okay. on it's, the police. It's yeah. It's when it's the eighties and he's and he's actually a police. When he's in jurisdiction. In eighties yeah. in Los Angeles. Oh no, boy. in New York because he is he a police officer in New York. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. A police, he's a police officer from New York. He's always out of his element. Oh. He was from New York, then he transferred to L.A. Yeah, but well, he transferred to L.A. after the first movie. Yeah. Oh, because okay. his wife moved there because she had a career. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to yeah. stay here because you're probably going to fail. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't go super well for him. Yeah. Or went super well for him, one of the two. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I forgot my diehard lore. Yeah, deep lore. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's basically like... All my thoughts. I can't think of anything else about oh. this movie worth talking about. Arbitrary ratings? Hell yeah. Oh, fuck up first. <laughs> Damn it! I can go first if you want. No. I got one. Uh, I give this movie three grenades per terrorist. <laughs> fuck! That's not what I was gonna use! <laughs> fuck you! Three grenades. Each! Each! Shut up. I give this movie one icicle into one eye socket. I give this movie one out of two diehards. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mine's been taken. This is so disappointing. <laughs> it's better than the time we took Ivan's twice. Uh, I give this movie one cocaine smuggler out of two diehards. I give this movie... A bunch of a bunch of blanks out of three plane crashes. What was the third plane crash? Well, it wasn't really a crash so much as filled with grenades. Oh, okay. It was plane landed. Explosion. Yeah, it was landed well. I understand. I understand. As well, yeah. Considering the circumstance. Uh, and as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Shauna. I'm Spencer. And I'm Tepper. Uh, and a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. And have a happy die holiday. Happy die holiday.
Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye now. <laughs> Just had to make it for the fuse. Yippee Kai Holiday!